everyone, and welcome to Two Pills Podcast. My name is Lauren, and today we have Gina Thomas joining us. Gina has more than 35 years of healthcare expertise. She's held a number of clinical and leadership roles in nonprofit acute care hospitals, for profit public and private organizations. Um, Gina is a licensed registered nurse and holds a Master's of Business Administration. She currently serves as an advisor to the co-founders at Cover Me and Enlightened. Gina has also served as a leader or advisor on a number of professional nonprofit organizations. Welcome, Gina. The first question we always ask people is to tell me about yourself. I read a little bit of your bio, but if you can just tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's, um, I've been in healthcare probably closer to 40 years because I, I really count my, my nursing school time because I was working the whole time as a respiratory therapist. So I had a, a wonderful opportunity to really get a grasp of a different side of healthcare while going to school. Um, I was the only student in my class that was attending Code Blues, resuscitating people. Um, most of my you know, my friends in my nursing class, they were, if they were working at all, they were working as a nurse's aide. And while that, yes, is very different, um, it's, I think that's where I got the adrenaline rush. And that's probably what landed me into the ER, which is really ironic because I didn't think I wanted to be in the ER. My mom was an ER nurse and she told stories every day. And I mean, she came home one time with a bruised eye, a, a patient thrown something at her. I thought, oh, I, you know, I don't want anything to do with that. So first it was, I think I'll be a physical therapist. And um, at that time, you could actually, this telling my age, there wasn't HIPAA, patient confidentiality. I could actually shadow somebody with patients at the age of 18 without signing anything. Wow. That's how things have, have really changed. And um, I shadowed a physical therapist, and I thought, oh, wow, that's really not for me. Um, he was working on a, a burn patient who had a lot of uh, strictures and limitation, and the pa- person was screaming, and I thought, ah, I don't want that. Um, so I really just thought, I think, you know, I want to be a surgical nurse. I think that's what I want to be. But while going to school, um, I had that, that opportunity to be a respiratory therapist, and there was a lot of adrenaline. So I actually came back to ER nursing. That's where I ended up, and I loved it, absolutely loved it. Um, I only probably switched out of that because my husband had a job that we moved a lot, and so I had a lot of opportunities, but I had an opportunity to work in a what would today be called a critical access hospital Um and I, uh, I actually had my first supervisor job as a brand new nurse because nobody wanted to, none of the senior nurses wanted that three, that seven to three, excuse me, three to 11 shift. I wanted that because I'm not a morning person. And so I took it. And at that time, again, small hospital, but there were no doctors in the hospital, you know, especially in the evening and things could happen. We actually had a doorbell for an ER um, because it was no such a small way. hospital. So yes, and nobody oh wanted that either. I had no problem running down that doorbell <laughs> and you never knew what was on the other side of the glass. And one time it was a family that brought their loved one in who was electrocuted. They didn't want to wait for the ambulance oh and he was, he was actually gone, mm-hmm. but we tried to, I tried to save him and I'm actually on a corded phone, no cordless phone then of talking to the physician. What do I do? And he's telling me how to try to pace and shock this electrocuted person who we didn't bring back but 
Um, oh but because gosh. of that, I had amazing experiences. We had a mini ICU. We had the only state-ran pharmacy by nurses. And so I actually, you know, opened the pharmacy up to dispense drugs. That's so um, cool. I did Medicare reviews with our nurse auditor. So I had a ton of experiences. I think that's what got me interested in management, even though we moved a number of times and I stayed in the ER it just started to have a little more feel for management. And then I got my real taste of it besides that supervisory shift because we moved again and there were no management positions. Um, and so I had the opportunity to be a consultant. And so I did consulting for a company in the OR and I got to really see that business side. So learn another side, but Monday through Thursday, traveling, heavy travel with two little girls, not really the greatest thing. So I did it several years and I tried, I tried every which way to show that it, this could be a good thing, but it really wasn't the right thing. And I came back home um, to help my husband raise his daughters and had the opportunity to work in a, a nice health system really on the finance side and spent a lot more time there than I thought, um, but learned all about finance and supply chain and, um, just a number of different facets inside healthcare again, but not working as a clinician. Fast forward today, I've worked for um, several for-profit companies, um, publicly traded companies as uh, a sales executive. And then the, my last two companies and current one, um, executive in a startup. One was a health tech, which we sold exactly a year ago, did really well. And then this one, Novus Rehabilitation Partners, um, we're building rehab hospitals. So who thought an ER nurse slash respiratory therapist would be uh, occasionally wearing a construction hat looking at land? So um, you can just do a lot of things, you know, no matter what path you take is my thought if you're passionate about it. That's amazing. And uh, I do think that ER nurses have the best stories. So your electrocution oh, yes. stories. We and can tell lots I'm of stories. Sure you you want to do so another many. one, we can tell yeah, lots of stories. Exactly. I think that's so great. So tell me about with what you're doing now, what's your favorite part of your job? You know, I think I, so I have, I have two hats that I wear. One is truly a marketing side, social. So I manage our social media. Mm. I manage um, kind of our marketing behind the scenes. And then the other side is kind of this new part where I am looking at What's the next place we'll build? What's the next city we'll build for rehab? And our rehab is medical rehab. So like for stroke, brain injury, um, those types of things. And I'm learning a different way of uh, commercial real estate and land. Um, so I'm riding around with people looking at land um, sites. And so I think it's just, even after all this time, I didn't think I could learn anything really different that I'd be as passionate about as clinical um, as I am about this. So I think that's what's fun. I'm just, I'm still learning. That's so great. And can you tell me, just because I know, um, you know, uh, those who are students who are in health sciences are pursuing things like master's degrees. What was it that made you want to get your MBA? I think, you know, what, what initially when I thought I was going, first I was going down the path of nursing administrator. 
And I thought, I need to, I really need to understand budgets that is not taught at all mm-hmm. um, in, in basic nursing school. They're doing a better job today, but then it really wasn't. And um, in leadership and management. So that's why I initially did it. But um, some of my classes, like business law, was really interesting. Um, so that's kind of what attracted me to the business side. Yeah, absolutely. And if you weren't in healthcare, what would you be doing, do you think, as a career? Wow. You know, I don't know. Now that I've been exposed, you know, I might I might do something fun like this social media piece. I'm, I might manage that. Um, but even though it is in healthcare, I am really having fun to being an advisor to a couple companies. They are health tech companies, mm-hmm. but they are healthcare. But I enjoy that. But... Even though it'd still be um, um, healthcare related, what I really want to do when I'm done, or what I do for my family and friends as patient advocate, is helping people navigate the healthcare system because it is so hard. It's so complex. And I always say that if any of my family members or friends have questions while they're in the hospital, is it's essential. I mean, they have to have someone who knows the system um, for that inpatient, really outpatient transition. And it's just, it's just like you said, it's so complex. What Absolutely. do you feel like your background in clinical care, and this is just my ignorance because I don't know much about the corporate side, but what kind of things do you bring as someone with your nursing background beyond someone who would maybe just have their MBA or degree in finance or something like that? I think, you know, what What I think I bring, so what I brought to sales, and this goes to my ER, ER background, I always have this quest to understand why. Why? What is wrong with that patient? Can I'm not the physician, certainly, but can I diagnose them? Can I really figure it out? So I call it forensic medicine, digging in deep. And so if you think about sales, to really understand your client, your customer, and your product, you need to dig deep. And I always called it, I transitioned to forensic selling. Um, I think it's the same in, in the role I'm doing even today is to really understand what is happening in that market, um, what is needed in that market for rehabilitation, and to dig in and understand that. So I think that's, I think that's what that, that nursing side really taught me. Um, and then the, the compassion side, and probably the last is the compassion slash passion. Absolutely. That is great. Um, So one of the things I always ask is, as you've been doing all of your work in leadership and everything that's gotten you to where you are, are there any books or podcasts or resources of any kind that you recommend for people who would want to follow a similar path? Yeah, I think, you know, I mean, I read... um, I read a number of books kind of early on as I was transitioning into business and into leadership. And I don't, I don't think you can go wrong. It's an older book, but good to great. I think it's still really good. Um, It's just a a solid book. And plus it's easy to read. Mm There's a nut. There's so many books out there. Um, um, I always kind of go back to that one just because it doesn't seem to change mm-hmm. um, in my mind. Um, like I said, there's there's a number of books. I think really it kind of goes back to my style of teaching and, and leadership is you really have to understand what what really intrigues you 
of a book or a podcast because what may be interesting to you may not be interesting to somebody else. How I read something um, may be incredibly boring. I haven't found anybody though that hasn't found good to great isn't it's it's easy to read it's understandable so I kind of just stick with that one but there are many out there um that that I enjoy as far as some of my other things that I really pay attention to though is just paying you know current trends of what's happening so whatever you subscribe to um so for me like healthcare, I kind of stick with Becker's Mm -hmm. they're they're just kind of a nice resource not a nice they are a good resource that something is tried and true um I think you really need to do that so that you you have a good foundation Mm -hmm. of whatever you're doing as you make that transition absolutely and where do you get your best ideas (laughs) best ideas probably talking to other people Mm -hmm. honestly um just even talking to my colleagues or um I do read a lot, um, whether it's just listservs. I mean, it's how I, I found you all by mm-hmm. reading, you know, coming upon you. And um, I get excited about that. And then I, um, whenever I get excited, then more ideas, the adrenaline pumping and, and the ideas really come up. Oh, I could do that. Or oh, I should try this. Um, or I don't understand that I need to look into that. Yeah, that's absolutely And then my last question for you is, what is your prescription for life, success, or happiness? What would you say? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and on the, um, I would mention though, on another book Mm -hmm. is for that, just because a little bit of sense of who I am, I think a a good book, if you want to have that um, compassion slash business side, um, read Just Mercy. Just Mercy is a phenomenal book. Um, you know, a guy that really tried to and continues to fight for, for what's right. Nonfiction. Um, I like nonfiction. I'm not afraid to go fiction definitely for fun, but I do like the, the nonfiction. But um, prescription for success, you know, mine is um, whatever you're doing, be passionate about it. So whether it's, you are the, uh, I read something um, not too long ago about when, when we used to have toll workers, now everything is electronic, but uh, the guy that worked the toll was dancing and singing. He loved his, his job. So whatever it is, be passionate about it and be present. I think that's, that's the prescription for life. So if you're, if you're going to be home and you're going to be a stay-at-home um, uh, person, whether you're a mom or you're a business or remote worker, be present, mm-hmm. be in the moment. Um, multitasking, I think, is definitely uh, a non-starter. It doesn't work. Um, people are successful. I know this from, I have two grandchildren now, one twenty-one months and four months. I need to be 100% or I'll miss something because they are, you know, 90 oh, yeah. to nothing. Um, but I, I think that's it for me is is um, be passionate about what you're doing, whether it's just your family or your job. 
That is wonderful. And Just Mercy is on my list. So it's definitely one that I, I want to read. Good deal. And I have read Good to Great. So thank you so much. Um, we appreciate all of your time and taking the time to do this interview with us. And it sounds like you've done amazing things. And we'll be sure to put your information on our show notes. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.